Are you looking for some quick tips to improve your life as an enabler of change? In this episode, we're going to share our top seven simple life hacks that you might find handy. A life hack is a tip, trick, or shortcut that helps us solve a problem, save time, or make our lives easier in some way. They can range from simple and practical solutions to more complex and creative ideas. Life hacks are useful in many ways, as they offer creative and innovative solutions to everyday problems, making our lives easier, more efficient, and hopefully more enjoyable. At the top of our list is using checklists. In an earlier episode, we talked about how checklists can help us sleep better at night, but they can also save us time. This is particularly true when it is a complex task that we don't undertake very often, or if it's important that we get it right the first time. For example, checklists are used widely in aviation to ensure that all necessary safety procedures are followed before takeoff, in-flight, and landing. One famous example of a checklist saving lives is documented in the movie Sully, based on how Captain Sullenberger safely landed a plane on the Hudson River after both engines were disabled following bird strike. Sully credits his training and the use of checklists for the successful outcome of the emergency landing. Checklists are also routinely used in healthcare and have been shown to reduce medical errors and improve patient outcomes in hospitals and clinics. One study found that a surgical safety checklist implemented by the World Health Organization reduced the rate of complications by 36% and the rate of deaths by 47%. Wow, those are great statistics there, Denise. Perhaps the next time I'm having an operation, I'll have to ask the surgeon if he has a checklist. Or maybe I shouldn't. Anyway, the second life hack we've found handy is storing useful information in online documents, such as Google Docs. For example, I have one for common computer settings and shortcuts that I only uh, occasionally use. For example, when working on a large Word doc the lot, with lots of headings, tables, and figures, I know I need to update all the cross-references, but I often can't remember the keystrokes involved. Five seconds later, thanks to my trusty Google Doc, I see it's Control-A to select all the text, and then it's F9 to update all the codes. Sure, I could have Googled that, but it's quicker for me to open that Google Doc than it is to think of how to appropriately describe the question for a Google search. Other items I keep in that trusty Google Doc refer to tips for Word, PowerPoint, and Excel. Just how do you count the occurrences of an item in a spreadsheet again? I need that one, John. Um, it's very handy to have something like that. <laughs> it seems that we're all getting used to traveling for work again now. An added complication these days is that it's not unusual for flights to be delayed and sometimes canceled at the last minute. That can be somewhat catastrophic if uh, we're traveling to facilitate a large meeting that is dependent on our being there. To add some buffer and reduce stress, we now tend to fly the day before the scheduled event so that if the worst happens, we can still hopefully catch a later flight. The other benefit of this is that it sometimes gives us the opportunity to catch up with friends and family or slip in some professional networking beforehand. A bonus travel tip relates to the creased clothes as they often come out of my backpack as I really take a suitcase that needs to go in the hold of a plane anymore. Instead of ironing them, I just pack a little 20ml spray bottle that you can buy as a craft item in discount stores. 
I then fill it with water and lightly spray it over any creases on my clothes. As they're mostly cotton, the water helps relax the fabric and the creases disappear. It's a bit like the idea of hanging the shirts near a hot shower so they absorb the steam. Um, either way, it's great not to have to do ironing, Denise. I can only agree with that, John. And it also reminds me that I really need to work on my packing. I'm a chronic overpacker. Anyway, one of the things I've been using more over the last few years are templates. This is having an already set up process or framework for reports, plans, funding proposals, work plans, whatever you use pretty regularly. One particular template that might be useful as an enabler of change is having a run sheet template. This is just as it sounds, an easy to reach for outline when you are planning an event. I have a regular list of resources. You might even call that a check John, as part of my template <laughs> that's on my run sheet, as I find it's easy to forget crucial equipment like Bluetech if you don't have a reminder. Something I need to add to my template is to respray my sticky wall so that it's sticky and ready to roll. Uh, and I just love seeing you use that sticky sheet at events, Denise. So we all dislike tedious chores, don't we? So here are some ideas of how to make them less so. I've used Upwork a few times when I needed some extra hands, or is that extra heads, to get a task completed. When I was leading the Future Beefy extension team, we rebuilt the, the Future Beef website, and the web developers who are doing that for us hadn't included resources for manually copying 3,000 events from the old event calendar to the new one, as we'd all assumed that they'd be able to be imported. However, the new plugin didn't have that capability, and we calculated it would take over 40 hours, that's five days, to do it manually. I used Upwork to source a suitable overseas provider who was able to undertake the task for $100. Plus, their team from India were happy to do it over the Easter long weekend, since they weren't celebrating that. I sent the file to him on Thursday, and by the following Tuesday, he provided the updated document for me to send to the developers. I've also used other providers on the Upwork platform to fix my website, create ebooks, and most recently, analyze a huge data set and create graphs to summarize the results. The last simple life hack relates to using the latest artificial intelligence or AI. We've already done an episode on how we might use ChatGPT and what we've discovered is that the trick is to ask good questions. Instead of asking, what is community-based social marketing? It may be better to ask, explain community-based social marketing so that a 12-year-old would understand, including compelling reasons why someone working in agricultural extension in Australia or New Zealand uh, would use it, include examples. We'll let you copy and paste that into ChatGPT and see the results. We'll include a link to an article called How to Use ChatGPT to Boost Your Writing. The take-home messages in that article are that we're writing a prompt, not having a conversation, and that more elaborate and specific prompts work better. And I'm loving ChatGPT, Denise. I don't use it every day, but when I do use it, I'm quite impressed with the results it's giving. Well, folks, you've heard our thoughts. Now we'd like to hear yours. Add a comment below the blog post and tell us some of your favorite hacks so we can all benefit from them. We don't want this just to be a one-way conversation. Join in by sharing your thoughts and ideas with us.
Well, thanks folks for joining us on this Enablers of Change episode. Remember to subscribe to our newsletter if you'd like to know when new episodes are available. And if you like what you heard, please tell your friends so they too can join the conversation. All the best until we meet again. Mm -hmm.